Each and every week I talk to very interesting people, and the most important part is that I shouldn't be the only one hearing it. I really feel that if these people make sense to me, that everyone out there needs to hear it. So stay tuned, folks, and I hope you enjoy this newest weekly segment on Coach Listens. Well, folks, this is the time of the show where we go out across the nation and talk to someone who's making a difference or, or a good author. And, and we've, we've, we talked to a lot of good authors, uh, and a lot of the authors are telling you their story. And, you know, you, I've written books, and I'm telling you the financial story, but we like to go out and talk to folks that have written books that really have to do with life, life in general. And today's no exception. Today we're going to go out right outside of Washington, D.C., and talk to a, an author and motivational speaker and keynote speaker. His name is Alan Stein, Jr., He's a keynote speaker, author, and coach. You like Thomas? He's a coach, like Coach Pete, right? Love it. Uh, he teaches proven strategies to improve organizational performance in sports and business. And I'd like to add in life, because sports and business is life. And Alan's programs empower effective leadership, increase team cohesion, and develop winning mindsets and habits, which we like to talk about in the financial world. Welcome in, Alan. Well, thank you so much, Coach Pete. It's great to connect with you. Yeah. Now, let's let's go through. Tell us about yourself. I mean, what got you to where you are today? What uh, what what did what did you want to be when you were growing up? And and how did that work out? Well, I've been involved in the game of basketball for the vast majority of my life, and and have seen the game from every perspective. Uh, you know, the first third of my life I spent as a player. Uh, the the next third of my life I spent as a basketball performance coach. And now what's kind of neat is I'm spending this next third uh, as the proud parent of three children that all play youth basketball. So basketball has kind of been the the red thread throughout everything I've done in my life. And uh, I'm very thankful for everything the game has afforded me. Yeah. So you've talked to a lot of famous people through life. Can you tell folks that are listening, are famous people any different than regular people? <laughs> no, as far as being human beings, the humanity <laughs> is definitely the same. But I will say that the vast majority, and I'll actually reframe it, you know, the famous people that I've had a chance to, to work with and be around have been famous in the game of basketball. So instead of famous, I'll actually call them high performers because they're very elite at what they do. Uh, and while they are, the humanity is the same for every person walking the earth, high performers definitely do things differently than your quote unquote average Joe if you will. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a big thing. Cause we're all given basically the same talents. It's up to us to magnify the talents, find out the one we really like to do. I, I've really seen in my life when, when you're, when you're around people who are enjoying what they're doing for a living, they don't feel like they're working. Oh, absolutely. And you can put me in that category. I've been incredibly thankful uh, and immensely grateful that my entire career, you know, 15 years as a basketball performance coach and the last five as a corporate keynote speaker, um, I absolutely love what I do. Uh, it's what I'm passionate about. I feel it's my calling. And, you know, just the opportunity to serve others is really something that fills my bucket. So you can definitely put me in that camp uh, of people that feel really grateful to do what I do for a living. Now, I've got a copy of uh, like the printout. I went to your website, by the way, and, and tell the folks your website's address. Uh, you can go to allensteinjr.com, and then I have a supplemental site at strongerteam.com, which is where you can get info on both of my books. So, yeah, I was on I was on your website, saw the book uh, Raise Your Game. You have a preview on it, so I printed that out, and it's fascinating. You have the uh, the foreword in this book is by Jay Billis. And just a, just a little note, Jay is has participated in my group. We're doing a movie on Dick Vitale that's going to be coming out, hopefully on a major TV network that Dick Vitale is familiar with. That should be coming out sometime this year. And Jay was one of the best interviews we had for that movie about Dick Vitale. Tell me about Jay Billis. 
I mean, Jay has been, first of all, he's been a friend and a mentor of me personally for the past decade. Um, but as someone that has had a massive impact uh, on my perspective and, and my life and someone I'll be forever indebted to, uh, Jay has taught me countless uh, lessons uh, that I've then turned around and applied as a parent to my own children and have even applied, you know, from stage when I'm speaking to corporate audiences. Yeah. And, and again, I'm, I'm a UNC guy and, and I can put up with Jay as a Duke guy. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that before the, before we started taping here, it, it's a, uh, it's 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 great to read a book that uh, I, I know you have a lot. Of, I read just the first chapter here. It looks like you have a whole lot of passion in what you're writing about. And and anyone who's out there now and who's ever read a book, which hopefully everybody's read a book, but you can tell when you read certain books that the author really cared about the subject they were writing. And that's where I see where you oh, raise your game book. Well, I appreciate that. And you know, if you don't mind, I've got a quick story I'd love to tell that sure. actually ties. Uh, this is kind of kismet now. This ties Jay Billis to ESPN, and to Dick Vitale, all of which you've mentioned so far in our brief conversation. But nice. I think this this will really paint a picture of the type of guy that, that Jay Billis is. Uh, back in 1998, uh, Jay got a call that would actually change his career forever. Um, at that time, he had pretty much done you know local mid-major level games. But this call he got from ESPN uh, asked him to be the sideline reporter for the biggest rivalry in all of basketball. Uh, Jay's alma mater, Duke, against your beloved uh, UNC Tar Heels. <laughs> yeah, who at the time, Duke was ranked number one and and UNC was ranked number two, respectively. And the game was going to be called by Mr. College Basketball himself, Dick Vitale. Wow. And Jay was thrilled at the opportunity. So a week before the tip-off, uh, the ESPN producers held a meeting to game plan and to strategize. And it just so happens that Dickie V was out of town for a speaking engagement. And while Jay was not required to attend, he decided to go anyway, and he figured he might as well, you know, demonstrate to the ESPN brass how seriously he was taking the job. And the producers announced that Vital recommended that the broadcast heavily feature UNC guard Shaman Williams, who Dickie V had been adamant about was the game's player to watch. So the lead producer asked Jay if he agreed, and I think 99 out of 100 people in this situation would just smile and nod their head. I mean, why would you contradict the most recognizable face in college basketball on your first day on the job? <laughs> but, Jay, but Jay did just that, and Jay said, respectfully, I see things differently. Uh, I believe UNC forward Antoine Jameson is the player we should focus on. He's the most efficient and effective player in all of college basketball. And as the rookie in the room, uh, on the first question he was asked, you know, Jay decided to go against the grain and offer insight that directly contradicted his Hall of Fame colleague, Dickie V. Um, and Jay then made a really bold claim. You know, taken back by surprise, the producer asked for a deeper clarification. And Jay explained that Jamison puts up incredible stats despite the fact that he only has the ball in his hands for very little time. He said, Jay said, I bet you Jamison doesn't have the ball in his hands for a full minute the entire game. Now, if this claim is true, this would be extremely rare. I mean, how, how could, uh, you know, a college basketball game is 40 minutes long and what player worth watching would only touch the ball for less than a minute. But the producers were so impressed with Jay's confidence and they decided to run with it. Uh, in fact, they actually assigned an intern to take a stopwatch and chart how long Jamison had the ball in his hands. Well, in the game, to, to Coach Pete's, uh, I'm sure, grin, uh, UNC decimated Duke 97 to 73, and Jamison ended up with a career high of 35 points and 11 rebounds. So he was obviously the right player to watch. But you know how long he had the ball in his hands? 
Probably about 59 seconds. 53 seconds. Jameson was absolutely the most efficient and effective player in all of college basketball. But the cool part and the reason I love that story is, you know, Antoine Jameson wasn't the only one who made the most of that game. You know, Jay Billis did too. You know, Jay, Jay seized an opportunity with ESPN and he cemented a really important lesson that I've carried with me ever since. And that's don't be afraid to show up. And don't be afraid to speak up. And that's that's one of many lessons that, that Jay has has taught me over the years. And folks, we're talking to Mr. Alan Stein, and he's the author of the book, Raise Your Game. And you've got a, a quote on the in the book from Kevin Durant, too, who's a pretty famous basketball player in his own right. Yeah, I had a chance to work with Kevin when he was in high school. Uh, I was his performance coach uh, when he was here at Montrose Christian in a a suburb of Washington, D.C. So I had a chance to start working with Kevin uh, before he became arguably one of the greatest scorers the game has ever seen. He's got a quick shot too. You know, the thing about Antoine Jameson is is I remember he would he would he basically showed up out of nowhere. Nobody even expected him to be a good player. I mean, he was not a highly rated recruit, I didn't think, coming into Carolina. Of course, we didn't have the internet like we do today, but he had the fastest shot. He would touch the ball and get an offensive rebound and, and the ball would be maybe in his on his fingertips for half a second and be back in the goal. So that's how fast when you said he scored thirty some points in fifty three seconds that that's why it makes sense but Kevin Durant has a real quick shot as well from outside yeah and and one thing that makes both of those guys extraordinary is they have very high basketball IQs uh, and they're very decisive you know they're not they're not ball hungry they know that as soon as they get it they need to either make a move or make a pass and they're incredibly efficient players remember uh, Kevin Durant was coming down I think it was came down to UNC in Texas and he ended up going to Texas so you should have maybe I I wish I would have known you more then I could have talked you into talking him into coming to UNC (laughs) he was one of the like he was a one and I think he was a one and done at Texas wasn't he I mean a lot of these back then that was not really not many guys did that yeah he was a one and done and and, and he's one of the rare few that that was actually the right decision because he made an impact on the NBA the moment he stepped foot in the league all right, that's a good point here. So making snap decisions or doing things in haste, many times it doesn't work out in your favor. And so I think we can tie the sports world into the financial world because when you see the best coaches and the best players, like look at Larry Bird back in the day. He wasn't the fastest guy. He sure wasn't the uh, the highest jumper. But just like Wayne Gretzky, who also wasn't the fastest skater, they both had that intelligence level and they knew how to, they knew they needed to improve and they did improve. And so in the financial world, a lot of people listening to the show are probably saying, what does sports have to do with the financial world? Many people listening right now know their portfolio isn't like it should be, but don't know what to do or haven't taken the steps to make it better. Would you agree that preparation is a, is a big key in success in the future? Oh, absolutely. For high performers in any area of life, it doesn't matter if it's basketball or business, uh, you want to make preparation your separation because it's something that that you have control over. And, you know, whether in the financial world or the sports world, you know, you, you need to be very deliberate with what you do and you have to have very high discernment with the actions that you take. So nothing is haphazard. Yeah, makes a whole lot of sense. Now, uh, we've got about a, well, less than a minute here, but I mean, what would you tell folks if they were if they had uh, just enough money to buy one of your two books here that we talked about, which one would you recommend? Well, I would say go ahead and invest in the new one, which will be available April 12th. It's available for pre-order now, and it is a follow-up to Raise Your Game. And this one is called Sustain Your Game, High Performance Keys to Manage Stress, Avoid Stagnation, 
and beat burnout. And the reason I say start with the new book is I think coming on the heels of a two-year global pandemic where stress, stagnation, and burnout have been at record-breaking highs, this would be a great book for folks to dive into. Uh, you can search for it on Amazon, or you can just go uh, to sustainyourgamebook.com. Folks, his name is Alan Stein Jr. Again, the book that we've been talking about the most, though, is Raise Your Game. It's available everywhere books are sold. Alan, we hope to have you on in the future again. I would love that. Thank you so much, Coach Pete. Yeah, thank you. And folks, we'll be right back after this.